According to the latest data, U.S. digital ad spending is expected to hit $297.4 billion in 2023. This is a 13.9% increase from 2022, during which expenditures totaled $261.1 billion. U.S. ad spending on digital channels is forecast to continue to grow over the next few years. Digital marketing has increasingly become a vital part of any successful business strategy. Digital marketing allows businesses to reach a larger and more targeted audience, create stronger relationships with customers, and reduce marketing costs. Additionally, digital marketing provides businesses with the opportunity to track and measure their efforts, which can help identify areas for improvement. With the increase of technology, digital marketing offers businesses the opportunity to establish a competitive edge to reach customers in ways that traditional marketing efforts cannot. In this podcast, we have returning guest Tatiana Chamorro. Tatiana Chamorro is a mother, investor, and a multifaceted entrepreneur. She is the CEO of Height Digital Dallas, an industry-leading agency in brand design and marketing services. Tatiana is also the founder of Height Creative, a division of Height International, and an Inc. 5000 company. It's the first digital marketing franchise with 200 team members, serving 25 locations across the United States. She is passionate about helping people, businesses, and brands overcome barriers with strategic solutions so they can reach their desired success. Welcome to the Latino Business Report. This podcast covers business, people, and issues of the day from a Latino perspective. The Latino Business Report is brought to you by TAMAC, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce. TAMAC is the leading Hispanic business organization in Texas since 1975. Now for your host, J.R. Gonzalez. And welcome to another episode. Today's guest is Tatiana Chamorro. Tatiana is the owner of Height Digital Dallas, a marketing agency. Tatiana's going to be talking about digital marketing today. In fact, she is going to be doing a series of webinars here very soon called Unlock the Digital Potential. It's going to be a three-part series for business owners of how to improve your market, your marketing position, and how to really use digital marketing to your advantage. Tatiana, how are you today? And thank you for joining us. I am doing good, JR. How are you? It's been a long time. It has been a while. I couldn't be any better. And now that I have you on the on the podcast, it's just a perfect day. So how's that? <laughs> I feel the same. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Tatiana, digital marketing, it's a term that we're hearing. It's something that is being used. And obviously, it's something that is very, um, very effective when it comes to marketing. It's, it seems to be a lot more effective than the old traditional television, radio, magazine, newspaper. Digital marketing is really, really effective targets a specific group, and it's very trackable. But I have my concept or my idea of what digital marketing is, and I think anytime you talk to different people, when you say digital marketing, a lot of people have different ideas of what it is. So can we kind of get it from your perspective? What is digital marketing? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's actually one of the first things we're going to tackle in that webinar. We're going to go over the basics of digital marketing, and just to summarize it, digital marketing encompasses an array of services, but for us particularly, is any service in which you're doing paid advertising or showing up on Google. So when you're investing to get what's called paid leads, 
Um, this is a little bit different than other forms of marketing when you're doing it online and just getting people to recognize you, but you're not actually tracking if the people you're targeting become customers. So for me, digital marketing is honed in on strategies that you do online in order to get new clients, but you can actually track it and quantify it. Okay. So you're talking about digital marketing. How different is that from me getting on Facebook and boosting an event or, or, or boosting something that I'm doing? Is there a difference? So, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of a difference because when you're working directly with the marketing agency or if you are doing a marketing strategy for your company, right? The difference there is that when you do that, you're doing it with purpose. You're doing it with the purpose of finding a new client. When you're getting on your Facebook and boosting a post, the targeting is a little bit more limited, but most importantly, the amount of optimizations you can do to the results is also limited. What do I mean by that? I mean that when we're doing paid advertisement and digital marketing, we're actually paying to advertise, show up, and then most importantly, based on the results that those ads are receiving, we make changes to the ad. So it's like an ongoing development as you recover and, and, and collect a lot of data from the users that are interested. It's a little bit more interactive um, and strategic than just putting content out there. Okay, so like a Facebook boost, it's like, here's the message, it's out there. It'll get X amount of people, you'll get some responses, you some, some you won't. With digital marketing, you can target to who you want and then make adjustments as you go. Did correct. I hear you yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting. So you make the adjustments because I assume that you're figuring out what message or what messaging works best. And if something is working, you enhance it. And if it's not working, you kind of cut it. So is it, it's, it's totally, it's evolving. So digital marketing is not just one set uh, prescription of this is the way we're going to do it. It kind of evolves according to customer reaction correct and here's the thing if you are a business owner and you are paying to get you know contacts of people who would be interested in your service with digital marketing you're getting all of that data but at the same time you're targeting and getting results and so you could be paying for data collection of data like emails of people that could be interested in your service but you don't actually know how they're going to respond to the ads that you're going to give them or the information you're going to share right so it's a little bit less targeted and a little more like throwing away your money with digital marketing when it's done correctly you're able to um, look at the results and based on those results take action Right? We even love doing the A-B testing for all of our ads where we do two different types of campaigns targeting similar op- audiences and based on how they respond, we can identify which one has the best um, response rate for that audience that we have in mind. So when you're talking about audience, you can get very specific with the audience. Age, gender, geographical location, preferences. I mean, how, how deep or how many layers of the onion can you go down when it comes to this type of marketing? We can know what type of pajamas they buy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but... It's, <laughs> Do but, you, you know, sleep in pajamas? You wear them or not? Yeah. <laughs> no, we can get very targeted, but it also depends the industry you're in because some industry industries have regulations. Like, for example, if you're a real estate investor, there's going to be um, some forms of regulations when doing paid advertisement. If you are in the medical field, there's also some regulations around it. It also depends what platform you use. Like if you're doing Google ads versus Facebook ads or Instagram ads, all of those things will be variables on how granular you can get and the type of uh, targeting that you can do. Okay. Well, I- and I hear people going back and forth. So in your experience, and I know it's going to depend on the client and the product, 
But which seems to be more effective? I mean, is it Facebook? Is it Google Ads? Is it TikTok? Is it LinkedIn? I mean, is, is it uh, Instagram? Wh- which is it? Um, you know, data shows that the most successful one is going to be a strategy on Google because people are searching for a product. So we call that searching with intent. So people are usually going in there to find you. They are wanting to find you. So the only difference, the only barrier between somebody make a de- making a decision to purchase from you or not is if you show up and if your website has the information they're looking for. So in general terminology, the best platform to be on is Google because people will be searching for what you're selling. You don't go on Facebook or Instagram looking for where can I buy, you know, best doctors in Dallas. I don't, I go into Google doing that. So Definitely Google will get the highest quality of, uh, we call it leads, but in, you know, in, in, uh, leads. in other okay, terms, yeah. yeah, leads. So these are leads for your business, mm-hmm. whatever that business may be. Okay, let's, okay. So let's say I don't have a, let's say instead of a business, I'm not trying to get customers, but I'm a, a business that wants to have an event or I'm a, an organization that wants to have an event and I want to reach just thousands of people, hopefully, and just fill my event full of people from all over. So is that a different that'd be a different type of strategy, wouldn't it? It would be a different type of strategy because on average digital marketing will take about 90 days based on the data collection. So, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to use different platforms, but it needs to be a different approach. I also recommend that you start advertising for an event quite a bit ahead of time just because it's going to take some time to to collect all of that information and be able to optimize to get the best results. But you need to look at it from a different perspective. And there's even some things that we're going to be sharing during our webinar uh, that you can create in order to have better results when advertising for an event. Okay, 90 days. That seems like a long time to actually be advertising for for one event. I mean, and a lot of people will stick a a boost or a couple of weeks out. Why 90 days? Yeah, 90 days is the amount of time that on average it takes to collect the data that is needed. However, and that's why I was bringing up the different forms of strategies. We've had clients that have, let's say, a a seminar or a summit, you know, two months from now. So we start doing certain strategies to collect all that data. But the difference between traditional digital marketing, when you're doing paid ads and you have a little more time, is that we create all those strategies in like a faster way. We start getting the results faster to optimize faster, look at the data faster, and then also implement certain key items or elements throughout those strategies, such as the creation of a landing page. Okay. Tatiana, I hear what you're saying, but I, I know I've done some, some boosting and I've done some other stuff that has been really pretty effective. So, I mean, so would it make sense to maybe do a combination of both? Absolutely. So one of the strategies that we recommend is having a combination of both where we combine the paid advertisement and then also uh, more of like the real content creation, working with an influencer would be a great one as well. Uh, But everything, by the way, needs to be done through the creation of a landing page so it's quantifiable. And that's going to be the key differentiator between any form of advertising where we don't track it. Because if we don't track it, we don't know if it's making sense or giving us the results uh, we wanted to have. Okay, so when you're talking about a landing page, you're creating something on the web that everything that you're doing is being directed towards that page so you can actually get a good sense or count of who's responding. That's right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so landing page important, digital marketing, combination of some other stuff. So 
the question is, okay, this is a paid service, right? People need to pay for this. Naturally, I mean, you're going to pay for it. How effective is it? I mean, how does it compare towards other advertising mediums mm-hmm. cost-wise? That's a great question. Um, one of the first things that I ask my clients is what is your profit margin per service that you're selling? Based on that and the cost to advertise, because that'll depend on what you're advertising for, um, I will say, hey, this is a great way for you to see a return on investment or not. It does vary depending on the industry, uh, but the good news is that compared to other more traditional forms of marketing, I definitely would recommend because you can at least track and see the results. When you're advertising on a newspaper, people will tell you, well, you know, 100,000 people saw it. You don't know if they saw your ad or if they just saw the newspaper. You don't know if they actually went onto your website. It's a little bit, li- it's a little bit less trackable and quantifiable as opposed to in digital marketing you're not only collecting data that you can use in the future for any form of marketing you're also able to look at the results that your specific strategy is having okay that makes sense so you know how you're spending your money and what results you're getting from that spend yep all right correct now in my mind you know your small business digital marketing it makes sense but How affordable is it? I mean, what would you say for a small mom-and-pop operation, just to give us an idea, más o menos, what would it cost for somebody to get into that space and start doing a regular digital marketing program or plan? Yeah. So there are two factors that I would say take into consideration. If you have a marketing team um, or if you're a small business owner, there are some strategies that you can implement yourself, and we'll be going over that through the webinars. However, you're starting to grow or scale or you're wanting to move away from that role and you're going to hire a marketing agency, the first thing I recommend is make sure the marketing agency is asking an array of questions, okay? Digital marketing cost is going to depend a lot on, like I said, your industry and the locations where you're going to be advertising. So for us, we meet with the client, we ask for their profit margin, we ask for their budget, we ask for the location they want to advertise in, and then based on the budget they give us, we plan on a marketing strategy that's going to help them achieve their goals, okay? Now, SEO for example, is a service that gets your website at the top of Google. That service can vary, and if you go probably around $1,500 to $3,000 a month, if you go anywhere below that, it's probably not going to be that effective. Um, And this is from Google. You can search what's the average cost of doing SEO with a reputable marketing agency. What's what's, what's SEO? SEO is search engine optimization. Okay. That's important. Yeah, that allows you to get your website at the top of Google by making changes throughout the layout, the way that people are interacting on your website, all of that. Okay, so this uh, SEO, and you said maybe about 1500 a month, give or take. Now that puts me, if, if it were my business, it would put my business in high ratings. So when people do the search, I'd be sitting there at the top. Is that is that what you're saying? It is one of the ways, yes. So in other words, I mean, with this digital marketing, you can't necessarily guarantee sales, but you can get the company or business in front of the customer we're looking for. That is the purpose of digital marketing. The purpose of digital marketing is getting you the most qualified type of customers that are going to most likely buy from you. The part of sales comes from the company. And that is one of the misconceptions that are always within digital marketing. Now, One of the things to note here is that 
that has to be, that doesn't mean that the whole responsibility of the sales is on you. It has to be an ongoing conversation with your marketing agency. If the people that are contacting you are not meeting the requirements that you have for the type of customers you want to sell to, that's something you need to communicate to your marketing agency because their role is to bring qualified people, right? Qualified potential customers. Okay. Tatiana, let me ask you this question. Uh, why should I spend money with a, a digital marketing company such as yours when I have a niece who just got uh, a certificate from the local junior college and she's on Facebook all the time and she's great on TikTok and she has thousands of followers. Why can't I just have her do it and uh, save me a lot of money? I mean, isn't that just as effective? You know, JR, there's a couple of things that I, um, I like to think of when people ask me that question. The first one is digital marketing is not for everybody. If your business is not in a stage where investing in digital marketing makes sense, then absolutely go with your niece, right? Now, how can you determine that? And I go back to the cost of your service. If you, and let me give you an example. If you are a private school and you are trying to acquire new students, think about the lifetime value of those students. Let's say that student pays on average $800 a month. It only, you only need to get three students in the whole year, right? Um, or three students a month to actually mm -hmm. see that return on investment. And so what I would say is consider that and the time that, it, the time that it takes you to acquire customers, if you are doing it with your niece, the mentorship you need to give to her or whoever that looks like, and then consider a marketing agency that has, you know, in our case, 200 employees that are getting trained in, the, in our L&D department to ensure that we're doing everything properly and not getting your website thrown off through Google because... Uh, you know, it was hacked or something was done that was outside of the parameters uh, that Google asked you to, right? So there's a risk factor as well, but also where do you think your time is most spent? Is it actually growing your business and focused on getting all these type of recognition online and authority? Or is it just, you know, a little side thing that you want to give to your niece in order to help you and it depends on various of things one of them is where are you in the stage of your business if you're starting out and your budget is much lower and it doesn't make sense financially i would say yeah this may not be the time for you to invest in digital marketing however if you are a company that's making over two hundred thousand dollars a year why would you put that in the hands of somebody who just got started right how about you merge your aunt, your your niece or your aunt or your cousin or whoever to work with a marketing agency and excel on that strategy. So you, you said something here that caught my attention. In your operation, you have how many employees? 200. 200. So let's say I'm doing business with you. Well, we kind of are already. Let's say <laughs> we're doing business with you, and um, I'm sure you have a lead person for the account. So how many different people will actually work on, on the campaign or the digital marketing effort? That is a great question. So we, in a structure that we have, we actually have an account manager that's dedicated to each client. Um, and then we have teams that are divided depending on the service. So we have an SEO team and they are actually getting trained on SEO monthly. Then we have a web design team. Then we have a branding team. Then we have a Google ads team. And so depending on the service that you go with, you will have a dedicated smaller team for you and your ad. So on our case, and this is one of the benefits of working with a marketing agency that's larger and has that experience, we would actually be looking at your ads once every week and making optimizations based on the data that we receive, right? Um, so think about running, you know, 30 different ads, how often will you be able as a, you know, as a business owner 
or somebody who has the height side hustle of helping you with marketing to optimize those ads. So that's what we're looking at here, right? We're looking at a team that is dedicated to making those optimizations and then reporting to you. So you can sit back and as a business owner, look at what we're doing and receive the reports. So focus in on selling your product and the sales is worried about, instead of worrying about getting customers through the door or to make your phone ring. You said something, you have teams training monthly. Mm-hmm. Why monthly? I mean, do they not get it the first month and they have to get retrained or what? <laughs> That's a good question that, um, you know, one of the things that makes it such a headache to the digital marketing is that everything is changing so often. On a month-to-month basis, I mean, Google makes an update to the iOS and now all of your ads are not running. So you as a business owner may go in, do a certification in Google Ads, and six months later, Google changes the way the algorithm works or makes an update to the iOS, um, or Facebook adds another restriction to a different industry, and now suddenly everything you learned goes to the trash, right? And so that is exactly why we're doing it. We are doing. We actually have an L and D department, and it is a series of different types of trainings. And those trainings are it varies depending on what each team member is in. But it could be, for example, a couple uh, weeks ago, ChatGPT was launched. I showed it to you earlier today, and our team has actually been implementing and analyzing how that can be used. Um, so it's not so much about only being trained on the subject of digital marketing. It is also an understanding and identifying um, tools that have come into the market because it is a constantly changing market that can help us elevate the campaigns we do for our clients. Okay. I'm going to pretend I understood what you said just for <laughs> oh purposes of this podcast. But uh, it sounds intriguing. Um, so. You can use all that. I mean, that's digital marketing, and people can use that for their business, to get customers, and also for events. For example, uh, let's say you have an event. You have a big event. You have a, uh, a Chamber of Commerce gala. You have a fair. You have something going on. I guess even political campaigns would work. So you need at least 90 days out, from what I heard you say earlier, hopefully a little bit more, and you start building and really targeting that potential customer or that to get the response you, you need, whether that response is, Buy the product, come through your front door, cast your vote, whatever. You need that time. But it's it makes sense, and the research backs it up. Digital marketing, I mean, is is here. It's it's going to stay here for a while. It's the future. And just it's amazing how specific they can actually get, you know, burrowing down to find that right to find that right customer. I know every time I do a Google search and I go someplace on the web, I'm seeing what I'm looking for popping up. Even my Alexa is t- telling me about it. I think there's mm-hmm. ears everywhere trying to just reading my mind. The man is watching me. This is what JR wants to buy this week. So <laughs> how does this work, this whole digital marketing thing? How does this work as an individual? I know there's people who want to build their individual brand. I mean, they may have a company. They may be an insurance person or a real estate person or a personal injury attorney or whether it be an influencer or somebody. I know people try to build their brand. Can digital digital marketing be used to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I believe that digital marketing goes hand, hand in hand with personal branding. Uh, branding to me is the foundation of any form of digital marketing. 
If you have a strong brand, it's like building a house, right? Um, by building the brand, you're setting the right foundation for where you decide to do digital marketing. So think about it like you have your logo, you have the style of how you're going to create your flyers, your business card, your landing page, your website, and then you bring people into those resources. Then you bring people into your website or landing page. Then you bring people into understanding what you're doing or what you're offering. Um, but over everything that I just mentioned, there are two forms of branding. You can do corporate branding, which is like when you look at McDonald's, right, the brand, um, or you can do personal branding. And I think today, building a strong personal brand is going to be one of the differentiators. Think about influencers and how much they are differentiating themselves online as authorities within whatever they are focusing in, right? The secret to that is personal branding. And I believe that when you merge that with digital marketing is going to be so much more impactful because then you can actually identify how many people are engaging and contacting you. And so you merge data and digital marketing with the branding. It's, it's a no brainer. Okay. And when we're talking about responses, we're not talking hundreds, we're talking thousands and hopefully tens of thousands of people out there. That's right. it, it just, it just, it's just an amazing, um, an amazing subject we're talking about. Ask, let me ask you this. As we're looking at it, can this, I mean, I'm sure it can, but with your company, can you go beyond the borders of the United States? I mean, you can do this type of digital marketing strategy anywhere in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll. it's actually sometimes even more effective because some places are not yet as understanding of digital marketing. So to give you an example, I was working with a business owner in Trinidad, and he was just saying he was he wanted to advertise in the area because no business is doing SEO. So if I'm as a tourist coming into Trinidad and I'm doing some research on best restaurants in Trinidad, but nobody there is doing SEO, what pops up on Google is whatever website has been there for a while. And then so if I come in and do SEO, I'm going to be at the top of everyone else much faster because nobody's doing it. Whether it's a good restaurant or not, right? Right. Well, <laughs> hopefully it'll be a good one. <laughs> okay, and uh, the fact that you uh, are definitely, uh, I mean, you were speaking Spanish before you are speaking English, totally bilingual, and just about everybody on your team is bilingual, so it's very easy for you to create content and have a good understanding of things in in Spanish. Uh, any any uh, Mandarin Chinese on your team, or you're not there yet? We do actually have some Mandarin uh, Chinese in the team. Um, I think we have also French, and there was one more language, uh, Russian, we can do as well. I'm impressed. So you can basically, your focus is the U.S., but you can definitely cover different aspects of the world right now. Absolutely. And I love that you say that because even though the focus is the U.S., we could still reach out to like the Hispanic community within the U.S. and do bilingual ads. And we've done that in the past with uh, a doctor we had in uh, the RGB area, and he said that most of his audience was, you know, Hispanic um, and that those that were Hispanic were between the ages of 20 and 30. But when we ran ads, we saw the results come in from more of like a 30 to 40-year-old. And so that is the beautiful thing about merging data with digital marketing to acquire clients that are really interested in your service. Okay. Now, we're going to be going through this, and for the listeners, um, Tatiana is going to go and be doing this in more detail on a series of webinars that Tamak is hosting uh, Tamak is, um, actually, Tamak brings you this podcast, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce. And once again, I said it at the top of the show, 
The name of the seminar is going to be Unlock the Digital Potential. It's going to be a three-part series for business owners to tap in and find out different aspects. And, Tatiana, can you just cover what those three seminars are going to be, the first, second, and third one? And they're going to be about two weeks apart, and we're going to be starting them on February 16th, I believe. That's right. So the first one's going to be Basics of Digital Marketing. If you're a business owner trying to understand um, how to get started in digital marketing, what it is, just understanding the landscape so you can be ahead of your competitors, that's what we're going to be going over there. Um, how to advertise for your event. That's going to be a big one for anyone that has an event coming up. We have a lot of galas coming here in Texas around March, so that's going to be an important one. Um, and then building a personal brand. We're going to go over some of the key components on how you can build a personal brand and become an authority online. This webinar series is going to be absolutely free, brought to you by Hike Digital. And it's in partnership with TAMAC, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce. If you want to join the uh, webinar, we're going to have some information in the podcast notes. Also, if you go to latinobusinessreport.com or TAMAC, T-A-M-A-C-C dot org, we're going to have information there in the next day or two where you can actually go ahead and sign up and reserve your spot. We're going to have a limited number of seating for each episode of the webinar, but we want you to get in, get in early, and then it's uh, Tatiana will be there not only to explain it, but also answer questions as well, correct? That is right. I'm going to be there. All right. And teach us all a little bit more about digital marketing and the advantages of it, not only in your business, but also the personal brand. And for me, I'm going to pay particular attention to the first part is what the heck is digital marketing because i still like reading the newspaper okay tatiana uh thank you so much is there anything you want to leave us with before you go make sure that you um, register for webinars and take advantage of that free opportunity there's going to be a lot of valuable information that we're going to be sharing in there and don't be shy i am there to answer all the questions you may have thank you very much it was tatiana chamorro with Height Digital in Dallas, a marketing agency. Tatiana is going to be doing our webinar, and uh, please pay attention. Be looking for it. And uh, if you like this podcast, give us a like. Make a comment. We'd love to hear from you. You can find out more about this podcast and what's going on at latinobusinessreport.com. Also, I encourage you to um, go to YouTube. You can find the entire library of our episodes on YouTube. Till next time, guys, stay safe. Stay warm out there. I know it's kind of cold. But uh, spring will be here soon. Thank you very much.